Guys, before we get started on this episode of the Epic Cheat Day Podcast, which according to the title looks like I'm a fucking crazy person uh, interviewing myself, which isn't the case, uh, but me and Knut decided to switch it up so he's actually interviewing me. So it's the Epic Cheat Day Podcast featuring Derek Strong. Before we get into that, again, I just want to remind everybody who's listening to come see me and the rest of my stellar lineup at the show I'm co-producing along with Knut. And Jessica Mizra, and that's going to be at the Lincoln Lodge on May 2nd, 2040 North Milwaukee Avenue. Uh, and that's going to be at 915. It's called the No Gimmicks Needed Comedy Show. Get tickets for that right now. TNGNCS.eventbrite.com and put in the put in the code, put in the promo, save a couple of bucks. You save two dollars if you put in the promo code No Gimmicks. You get those tickets right now. TNGNCS. Uh, our lineup includes myself as a host. We have Jessica Misra. We have Elaine Golden. We have Steve Gerard. And uh, uh, closing us out for the night, we have the headliner, Eric Emerson. I said that like he wasn't a person, but, you know, I'm struggling with these promos. We're going to keep that in there because fuck it. We like to keep it raw here on the uh, Epic Cheat Day podcast. Um, and then we're going to be getting into this episode which, of course, features me being on the hot seat. I'm being interviewed by Canute. No, Guys, no, enjoy. Boring, fat Whoppers, Big Macs, White Castle, six packs, ribs, full racks, extra cheese, I'll take that. Might fuck around, have some Chick fil A. Whatever I want, it's Derek Strong's epic cheat day. Two minutes hear what I have to say. You're listening to Epic Cheat Day. With your host, Derek Strong. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Epic Cheat Day podcast. I'm your host, Knut. Um, turning the tables on Derek this week, uh, we found an article called Nine Great Podcast Interview Questions to Ask Your Next Guest, and Derek's going to be trying his best to uh, be kind of a normal podcast for once and not rant for minutes about White Castle, so you guys are in for a treat. Uh, Derek, how are you feeling about this? Yeah, I could give a fuck. <laughs> I really could. I'm so ambivalent about this. You have no fucking idea. Yeah, Derek, we need the content, dude. Jesus. The listeners need this. They need this. All Give right. the people what they need. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, this could be another failure, like the... Uh, like Zenkake? No. The what, epic failure of Zenkake? What's the episode we recorded with the uh, grocery store codes? Oh, yeah, that was a fail. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was when we were doing the PLU test. Oof. Okay, oh, so real. I think this is based on kind this of business This is definitely going to be a failure. Guess what, though? I'm still going to put it out there, Canute. You don't have to. Oh, I'm totally going to do it. So yeah. here's the first question. What's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? <laughs> My career doing what? <laughs> Fucking stocking shelves at a grocery <laughs> store? You know what I wish I could have known about that? That when I was in my 40s, I was going to be stocking shelves at a fucking grocery store to pay for my quote-unquote passion of stand-up comedy. That's the fuck I wish I have known. Oh, these are good questions. My career. You know what I wish I knew about stand-up comedy? All right? How many people at such a low level jerk themselves off thinking they're any fucking good at it? Nobody 
I know is good at it. Nobody I know is ever going to be good at it. Everybody's fucking terrible. And you know what? Nobody told me that shit. Okay. Is that the career? Which career are we talking about, huh? Is are those, those are the two career trajectories I have. Uh, can, do I want to be in management ever the fuck again? No. Okay. And you know what? I should. I wish I knew how much I would loathe retail management. You know what, though? Fuck that. No, I should be harder on myself about that because I did know that I would hate it, but I still had to do it anyway to know that it was an option. If all else fails... I know that I could start at any retail company and be a manager within five years. I could have my own store. I already know that about myself. I tested it in multiple places. That much I know. And I can get paid a decent amount of money. And I can have a, a, a fucking uh, piece of shit wife who fucks all of my friends and shits out kids that aren't mine. Okay. Awesome. Next question. Okay. That was only two minutes. How the fuck was that only two minutes? We got to fill 30 minutes, Canute. God, you should get like 300 questions. No, two times uh, nine, that's 18, plus you rant. I'm sure you're going to go on a rant at some point. Oh, yeah, every now and then. (laughs) We'll be good. Uh, What's your biggest failure, and what did you learn from it? Okay, so actually I have a very specific like thing that I consider to be of well actually I could that's huh I don't consider anything really a failure because I've gotten something from things that I've tried doing and like and not even just silver lining things just things that I've done where I mean I guess my biggest failure then would be college you know because I never followed through on that, but also like I never had the passion to follow through. Once I realized that I can do it, and that's the thing I think, I le- less failure and more me giving up on things because I just don't I don't want to do them. And that's more to it. And I guess with college, that's what happened. Once I realized that, because it was a challenge for me, I was just like I didn't think I could focus long enough to do. Uh, to actually go to college and get good grades. But once I realized I could get good grades and I could focus and pay attention, I was just like, but why? Why? So I can get, you know, $5,000 more a year at a job that I'm going to hate. You know, I have no passion for any of the career trajectories that a college degree is going to give me. You know where I, oh, actually, no, fuck that. I do have one failure. One. One failure, and it is school-based, okay? When I was in high school, I went to aviation high school in Queens, New York for three months because that was the summer where I found out about weed, and that became way more interesting to me. And aviation high school in Queens is a trade school, and when you graduate from there, you basically get a, a job working on airplane engines. And guess what? That type of career, like that kind of hands-on job, would have been fucking great for me, and it pays an insane amount of money, and that's where I really fucked up was that right there. Could you get back into it? I mean, not now. No, I mean, it's like you can technically, but you would have to like start from the beginning and go through the whole trade school thing. The fact that it was like right there with getting your high school degree and it was, uh, you know, it's a public school in New York. It's, you know, that was fucking perfect for it. So 
Yeah, um, that's where I really feel like I fucked up. These are some good interview questions so far. Yeah, they're, they're decent. Be, these are fucking solid. This is a solid episode. This is definitely going to be a solid episode, especially because I'm talking to another human being as opposed to myself and trying to generate content. About I don't have enough interest to generate half an hour of content by myself all the time. Well, you so. just, yeah. You just did like 30 minutes ago. but I did, but that was all me basically saying the same thing over and over again. Which is like mainly your entire podcast. That's my entire podcast. <laughs> if, if you've listened to an episode of the Epic Cheat Day podcast, you've listened to every episode of it, uh, with the exception of talking to people. Even when you're talking about crypto today... Uh Somehow you started talking about burgers. I talked about burgers. I talked about chips and I talked about cookies. Well, I mean, I did tie it into crypto and in that you speculating what the flavors of these new burgers are going to be for these fast food giants. They're going to be about the same. All right. What's the next question? All right. The listeners should really pay attention to this because you're okay. about to get some some crazy good advice. Next question is, what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Kill yourself. <laughs> Fucking shit. Why? Why would you want to do podcasts or be a comedian? Um, you're not going to be any good at it. and You're going to be terrible at it. And just don't do it. Comedy, I... Fuck. Like, the first... I knew from the very first open mic that it was something I had to do. And it, I had a terrible first open mic. Fucking terrible. It was like... I've had a lot of bad sets, but like that, the fact that I wasn't dissuaded from doing it from that, uh, that's just, I don't know why. Have you ever, have you ever had a good set? Uh, I can't say that I have. (laughs) I gotta be honest. I've, it's been a rough road for all the years that I've done comedy. Um, and I know that's, that was just to fucking make Canute laugh because he, He's a stickler. Canute will have a fantastic comedy set. And because one of his jokes only ha- only made 80% of the people laugh, he uh, he thinks he had a terrible All set. Right, this, so This interview is about you, Derek. Dude, <laughs> stay, <laughs> you dude, stay dialed in, dude. Dude, please just I'm keep the facial this. hair. Okay. Yeah, for the... <laughs> Since everybody can see my facial hair. Everybody can see Canute's um, facial hair is glorious right now. Yeah, it's a Fu Manchu. It's a Fu Manchu, and he's been growing it for years. He just <laughs> he covers it up with makeup and concealer. It's great. So, this, these so, interview yeah, questions like, are like, really... Like, why, what recommendation? Uh, don't give up with comedy or podcasting. If you're going to do it, just fucking keep doing it. Uh, don't, don't not do it. I've tried quitting. I've tried quitting both things, and it keeps sucking me back. So clearly I'm meant to do these until I die, which is hopefully sooner rather than later. Next question. So I'm I'm getting the feeling that this website is for people who are far more successful than either of us. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Um, okay. That makes sense. Why? What's the next one? <laughs> when you made your first $100,000, what did you invest in? <laughs> Um, what are the best resources that have helped you along the way? The best resources, actually, there is a good one is other people. That's the best resource you have when you're doing anything. When you work at a new job, no matter what the handbook is they give you, that's fucking irrelevant. The things you're going to learn most are from the people who've worked there and been doing it for longer. Same thing with comedy, same thing with podcasting, same thing with anything. It's the people you surround yourself with. That's going to be your best resource to do anything in this fucking world, okay? 
jerking off, jerking off. If you have somebody else there, it's way better, okay? And that's a solo activity. Eating. You could eat by yourself miserable in the dark like I do, or you could eat with people, and it's a more fun activity. Having people around you makes you better. All right, so I'm going to hit you with a bonus question. I want to hit. The, I want to hear this fucking bonus question. <laughs> I can't wait for this bonus what question. What have you read or listened to recently that inspired you? Uh, let's see. Hmm. You haven't read anything in years. I really haven't. Well, I read articles. Everybody reads fucking articles. You're talking about like long-form reading? I haven't read anything. Anything that's inspired you. Inspired what, me? What are you reading articles on? I read articles. I read articles on plenty of things. I've been about reading what? Name I've been one reading, article. I've been reading articles read. about. I've been. Re- I've read an article about Binance. Okay, you read an article about Binance. Yes. Okay. You know what Binance is? No. Binance is a coin app that I mean, uh, what you call it? Uh, an uh, a crypto app that you could use. So you read an advertisement? No, I read an article about it, reviewing it, and telling you whether uh, telling me whether or not I should actually pursue using it. And it was yes. No, it was yes. If I fucking have a thousand dollars and I knew what the fuck I was doing, then yeah, it would be a yes. Sure, <laughs> sure. How, how successful do you think that bonus question was? It was fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. Last thing that's inspired me. You know what? The last thing that I read that inspired me were the caloric content of the babka that I ate yesterday. The nutrition label that inspired me. You know what inspired me to do? Not eat a whole babka in one <laughs> sitting. Okay, and I don't think anybody knows what a babka is, because I don't. Babka, if you're a Jew, you know what a babka is, and if you're not a Jew, fucking, you're going to hell, so. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, Next question. So we're on five. We're on question five of nine. This is is just canoe dunking on me on my own fucking podcast. No, this is a great way to split it up. Your guests need to know more about you. They should uh, know more about me, but goddamn, you haven't run anything in a while, you fucking invalid. Jesus Christ. You know something? Guess what? I'm going to say something kind of balder right now. Kind of big dick, okay? For a person who doesn't read a lot, I sure have a vocabulary that's better than 90% of the people that are listening to my podcast. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Especially when it comes to, like, fast food items. <laughs> I mean, Go that's smoke all I a bowl of kombucha, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What do you know about malnutrition? That's what you know about. No, I'm talking to you as a listener of Epic Cheat Day. That's all. That's mainly what you talk about. That is mainly. It's called Epic Cheat Day, not Epic fucking. Let's talk about the world day. It's not Epic Politics Day. It's Epic Cheat, as in oh, you know when I cheat, what do I do? I shove food into my fucking head. All right, we uh, you're peeking out the. uh, We are destroying Canute's equipment. Um. By the way, this is how 90% of our conversations go, so you're getting a peek behind the scenes of the Epic Cheat Day podcast. <laughs> of okay. me and Canute's friendship is what you're seeing, which no, is dissolving. The, I think this is the best episode you've ever recorded. This is the I'm best episode. Honest. I'm into this. Yeah. I like this. This is definitely the best episode. It gets me out of being interviewed, because that's that's not something I want to do. Of course you don't want to do that. Why do you want to tell... You know what? You have an air of mystery about you. Like this mountain man from fucking... From Colorado who clearly grew up smoking weed beneath an underpass... You know, with his hippie family, we don't want to know. We just want to say weird jokes about glory holes. No, and it's like, it's be, great. I just don't want to be a public figure like Derek uh, Strong. You don't want to be you a know? <laughs> Okay. You don't want to be a public figure, motherfucker. You're a stand-up 
goddamn comedian. You literally perform in the public. Okay, that makes you a public figure. No, it doesn't. Okay, next question. This this one might be interesting. Okay. Because who are three people who have been the most influential to you in my life, or just for my career trajectory? Uh, let's do let's do both. Let's do both in my life. Uh, my family, you know. All right, it said people, not entire families. <laughs> you got to be more specific. You're not answering okay, these questions so very well. Okay, so influential people have been my brother Chris, my brother Mark, and my mom. Later on, that became my dad. That's the that's that's if you want to. Say the most influential people. Wait, so your mom later on became your dad? No, later on that became my dad because my mom passed away. Oh, so got that, it, got it. You know, okay. also my dad really wasn't. Eh, poor me, he really wasn't around when I was a kid. But actually, it makes a lot of sense why he wasn't. I don't hold that against him. Oh, and why were they influential? Why were they influential? Because that's the way families work. <laughs> I mean, very insightful, dude. I mean, fuck. What do you, what do you want? Like people outside. Let, you know what? That, but that's also a cheap cop out answer to that. Is my family fucking outside of my family? Um, yeah. Talk about comedy or career. No, nah, fuck. Besides comedy. Joe Rogan, dude. Besides Joe Rogan. <laughs> besides, obviously, besides Joe Rogan, uh, people who have influenced me in the comedy world. Nobody, man. Everybody sucks so bad. Um, let's see. Would you say you influence yourself because you're just at such a high level above everybody? <laughs> see, that's Knut saying it. I don't even have to say it. He said it. I mean, you implied that. No. Uh, let's see. People outside of my family, I would have to say um, my old boss, Dale. Dale yeah. Donaldson in Philly. He inspired me in a, in a very particular way because if it wasn't for him, I would still be a hopeless alcoholic in Philly. Okay. Um, I definitely could give him credit for that. Uh, he got you off the booze? Well, I mean, in a way, like indirectly, he got me off the booze. So so he's, he was pretty influential. Um, How do you do that? He was very forgiving of me of the fact that I was struggling with alcohol and it made me feel bad. Like I was just like, dude, this guy keeps giving me chances. If I were my boss, I would have fired me a long time ago. And okay. he just kept giving me chances. I'm just like this. Like I, I, like the first time I quit for a really long period of time was because it was just like, all right, now I'm making him look bad because you know and he did he by the way he didn't put the he didn't tell me this at all this was just me like seeing like the result and talking to like his bosses and stuff like that like they didn't he didn't say anything they didn't say anything but like i got the gist or the vibe maybe none of that is true but it in any case it inspired me to drink less all right so you got two more two more fuck or you can skip if you're a coward <laughs> I'm just trying to think like, I mean, my brother Chris was a major influence even past like the family dynamic, like a lot of my, a lot of the way my brother Chris is very hard, uh, right wing thinking, you know, um, he like in the whole feast or famine argument, he is definitely like famine, like every man for himself. And I get it. Like he, you know, he definitely has to fight for a lot of his shit. So I completely understand that. And, you know, we always were 
diametrically opposed when it came to that sort of mindset. So, you know, and part of what galvanized that was because of how much of a piece of shit he was to me. I was just like, I I don't want to be anything like this kid at all, you know? And in a lot of ways, like I've taken on a much, I haven't, there are things that he adopted that I probably should have adopted, but I didn't because he did them. So, and they were things that got him to be, you know, successful in a lot of ways that I should have done that would have made me more more successful. But because he did them, I didn't want to do them because I didn't want to be like him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. What about, so I, just cause I know you on like a personal level, I do yeah. know that, that there are comedians you like and look up to. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was weird when you told me your favorite comedian is Patton Oswalt. I love Patton Oswalt Because so much. he doesn't seem like, I would have thought like Louis Black or Louis you know, Black is up there too. Who yells a lot would have been your favorite. Like in terms of influence. So my number one comedic influence um, the one that had the most impact on me when I was a kid was Andrew Dice Clay, because I got, I was a kid, and when I first started listening to comedy, it was here's this guy saying these filthy, terrible things in front of an entire sellout crowd in Madison Square Garden, and it blew my fucking mind. So if we were talking about just direct comedy, I mean, there's so many different other comedians who influenced me obviously but like he's the one where that was where it broke in my head like holy shit look what you can do with this medium and why Patton Patton Oswalt because he's so when he goes ridiculous he goes so impressively ridiculous and there's so many bits that he does where um uh, ridiculous isn't the word you know the word I'm looking for not ridiculous where um just absurd just yeah, where yeah. He, he just goes absurd and I fucking love it. Like when he talks about um where he talks about the where he does the fake ad for Black Angus, that's great. Where he talks about the difference between NPR and Republican radio, that's great. Like the absurdities he goes through with that. Politically, I you know, again, he's you know, very left wing liberal and me, I believe that aliens run everything. So, <laughs> you know, I we don't coal we don't look at things the same way that way but anyway yeah yeah that's why that was surprising to me when you told me that like listen to uh i want to say it's no reason to complain like that to me was that and finest hour like those two specials were like those were the two that made me think when i listened to them was just like you know what i now i want to do comedy okay because i want to be that fucking funny so and do you think you'll ever get there no, <laughs> I think I'm going to be funny, but in a way different way. Yeah. Yeah. But you're your own thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Question six. So we're at question six of nine. Yeah. What is, Which is the good, one? We're fucking stretching these bad boys out. Dude, it's all about getting hidden at 30 minutes. Got to hit that 30 minutes, man. <laughs> give the people. I don't even know. Want. Give the people what they want. What number we have. Have we actually been recording this whole time? Yeah. Are you sure? Because yes. I don't see how you would know that from sitting over there. That we're recording? Yeah. I pressed the record button. The whole time. No, you have to press it once, dude. You press I mean, it like, you have to hold it. <laughs> I mean, not like I, I know that you don't have to hold it. I was just like, I don't remember you being over here to press it. Yeah, I recorded a lot we'll have to cut out beforehand. Oh, okay. So yeah. good. So there's All probably right. like five minutes of you just getting settled because I hit record and then you you went on a uh one rampage about something. And I waited for you to calm down and start it. Did I do a welcome to... Oh, you did the welcome to the 
Yeah, Epic dude, I'm totally, I'm, I'm taking over your podcast. You should take over my podcast. Somebody else should do it. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, what are we going to do without, if if this podcast just went away, we'd be left with, like, what? Only Actual a, friendship? I don't know. Only a million podcasts? Only a million, um, yeah. Okay, so this is, I'm kind of interested about this one as far as, if you want to talk about, I don't know if you want to talk about com- comedy or podcasting or yeah. grocery stores. Um, what, what is the one common myth about your profession or field that you want to debunk? I think we go one by one. I think we, we could start do, with we podcasting. Could do, we could do one, let's start by podcasting. Um, podcast, the one myth about podcasting, I really, I, I don't know what myths are there about podcasting. That they're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think podcasts can be good. Do I think this one's good? Eventually, it might be. Um, okay, we'll move on. Comedy. What's something that that the layman thinks about comedy that's not true, or that's a myth? The myth that the layman would think, or because I'm trying to think of what I thought about comedy that was completely destroyed. When I didn't I realize how you do it. That that was it for me. I didn't realize anybody could just do it. I thought there was a little bit of a barrier to entry. I mean, the barrier is, you know, just having the balls to do it. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely that, you know, because you could go up there and you could fucking talk about anything, you know? I mean, if you listen to Newt said, he just goes up there and just talks about anything. I also you think, know? like, to me, a lot of it is that uh, you, it doesn't have anything to do with how funny you are. It's like a totally different muscle than being funny in real life. I yeah. Like. Oh, you know what? That actually, that is a good myth because like a lot of people are like, oh, people have called you funny your whole life. Yeah. That's different than you on a microphone for five, 10, 20 minutes at a time, consistently being funny to a crowd of people in a, in a very least semi-structured kind of way. Yeah, you're right. That's kind of... Uh, what else would I say is another thing about it? Um, even if you come in good, it's still gonna. This is a big bar, a big myth that I had going in was, it's you're still gonna be fine tuning. Like you're never, nobody's ever perfected it. You know what I mean? Like no, no, the most successful comedian you've ever seen is still working on their fucking craft. Like no matter how many years they've been doing it, no matter how refined their voice is, there's still little nuanced things they're going to be picking up and changing. You know, it's like every musician, every musician I've ever met or every musician, they're never settled with it. They're never like, okay, this is who I am. So yeah, that I guess was a big myth. Yeah. I get Grocery that. stores. Are you, yeah. I've, that I'm was interested my favorite in one. this one. Uh, keep thinking to yourself that stocking a shelf is an easy job. Okay. Is it easy in that it's fucking mindless? Yeah. Okay. But if you think for one second that there isn't pressure, (laughs) there isn't a bit of a pressure thing under those guys. It isn't being a cashier. If you think, if you think being a cashier in any store is an easy job quote-unquote easy job it absolutely isn't anytime that you're public facing you're it's not an easy job it's not it's it's absolutely isn't i when i see fast food workers and they're disgruntled i get it i fucking get it 
the the shit that a fast food worker has to deal with on a daily basis. So no, it's not quote unquote it's easy. You know, it's mindless and it becomes repetitive and it becomes easier the more you do it, just like with anything else. But I would love to see anybody just off the streets just hey, you know what? Go go ahead, stock the shelves. Have fun with it. What that. about uh self checkouts? You think self checkouts have like hurt people's perception of how how easy something is because when i go to a grocery store and self-checkout yeah you can easily think like oh i can do this yeah but i mean you and and technically speaking yeah like if you go to a self-checkout it's great until it fucks up and then you need somebody who comes over and knows what they're doing and actually fucking get the thing rung up for you you know True. I mean, that being said, it's like, yeah, you can do it. But if you're the person standing there and actually dealing with the customer who has a question about why something costs a different price and they're pretty irate because they've had to stand in line. Now you have to use customer service skills, OK, which is something you don't have to deal with if you're at a self-checkout and you're just it's just like, oh, that's what the price is. And boom, you're done, you know. So, yeah, you can ring people up. The actual physical process of ringing somebody up isn't the hard part. It's the dealing with the people part that's the hard part. So, question seven. I, I can't wait. Well, this this Anytime you tee it up with a little bit of a canute giggle, I'm like, uh. Well, this one's basically... Okay, so the way they worded this is, yeah. if you could step into my shoes... What would you have asked yourself that I didn't? So I think this article is assuming I'm a podcaster. Yes, it is. And it's asking the guest. We did this all backwards. We definitely you're the did podcaster. This, this whole episode is is this. So I don't um, know. I mean, what would I have wanted you to ask me? What would you have wanted wave.co to, to have asked you? Uh, well, the epi- the name of the podcast is the Epic Cheat Day Podcast. What do you plan on eating for your next cheat day? Probably would have been a pertinent fucking question. I don't know. Given the name of the podcast. Yeah, they don't know the name of your podcast. I know article, they don't though. know, but I was <laughs> saying what, what I wanted somebody to do is to actually say something that had to do with okay, my podcast okay. simmer, or anybody's down. podcast. We're gonna, I'll, you know? I'll do this like that's the question. Like if you're on Joe Rogan's podcast, you're going to ask him, how, how, what do you think about mushrooms? You're going <laughs> to fucking you already know what to ask him, you know? Fuck. Okay, so I'll ask both of those then. So question seven. Yes. What do you think about mushrooms? What do I think about mushrooms? As the food mushrooms, I love mushrooms, uh, and I would put them in a lot of foods. As the drug, I've never taken them, so I have no opinion. You've never seen a Seth Rogen movie? I have, have. so that's well, just like, you know that's, the same, like, that's the same thing <laughs> as taking mushrooms. I mean, he always has those like scenes where he's tripping. That's um, sure he does. Anyway, if you could... St- <laughs> I'm reading the same one again. <laughs> Question seven. What are you going to eat on your next epic cheat day? Well, my next epic, since every day this past week has been an epic cheat day, I'm fasting right now. My goal is to, I am definitely going to have ramen at some point tomorrow because I have plenty, plenty of ramen. And I was debating between either making meatballs or if not meatballs, I wanted to do Chinese food. So one of those two. And if I do Chinese food, more specifically orange chicken, because that is the grossest thing you can order at a Chinese restaurant. General Tso's orange or sesame chicken. Where do you go, where do you go for Chinese food? Um, what's the place called? It's right around the corner from me. 
Uh, oh, Hunan Egg Roll King. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, number eight. Where can our listeners connect with you online? You guys can connect with me online at the Epic Cheat Day Podcast, son. That's where you can hit me up, Epic Cheat Day Podcast, at Gmail directly in terms of email, which nobody uses because all three of my listeners know me and just will message me directly. Uh, you can hit me up at Epic Cheat Day at Facebook and Epic Cheat Day Podcast. I'm sorry, Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Facebook and Epic Cheat Day Podcast at uh, Instagram. Um, also YouTube hit fucking go onto the YouTube page. I've updated recently. I've added Zenkake. I've also added, uh, more current episodes of the podcast. Throw put a comment in there, man. Get my numbers up. Okay. So question nine, dude, I don't know about this article because question nine is insert your own signature question. So basically when you start having guests, on Epic Cheat Day, you need to think of a signature question, which is probably going to be that oh, cheat day I, thing. No, I already, I already did that. I already did that. So, so I have two signature questions. Okay. Okay. This one article a, says you can only have one. Okay, but like, so <laughs> the signature question that I'm asking everybody for Epic Cheat Day is, "What is the greasiest food you ate this week?" And whatever they say, that's going to be the title of the episode. That's number one. The other thing I was going to do is I was going to throw them a left field random question to just fuck them up. Okay, like if it was if it was Canute, it would be like this. Which one of your parents would you rather fuck? You know what I mean? And like we'd go from there. So uh, and okay. it would, I would tailor it to the comic, to uh, the comic, to the guest. Okay, so first question: Which one of your parents would you rather sleep with? Oh shit, my mom, because she's in a urn, and that seems pretty easy. <laughs> okay. You know, I just fucking take some rash and sprinkle it on my cock. <laughs> What's the matter with you? I mean, if I, I don't want to fuck my dad. My dad's 80 years old. I'd kill him. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Okay, so random question. Also, not gay, but uh, there, anyway. Um, That shocked somebody, by the way, when I told them I wasn't gay. When? Or uh, fucking. But I, what, when, what, when have I not been gay my whole life? Um, so Okay, so l- random question. What? If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds. <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say. What would you say? I would masturbate furiously. Okay, <laughs> what would you say? I would say? see if I could come in that 30 seconds. <laughs> It's not asking what would you do. It's asking, so what would you be saying while you're jerking off? Oh, God, I'm going (laughs) to come. Well, that's... uh, Take my baby gravy, world whore. Well, yeah, this was a... I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if I'm cut out for interviewing. (laughs) No, this is perfect. This is great, because you know what? You got your little jabs in, your little fucking canudisms. This is great. So do your sign-off. Wait, what would be... Well, no, no, no. Well, to, if I if I had thirty seconds to talk to the world, what would I say to them? How what would, would you I say talk to the world? To the- Here's what I would say to the world: It's all a sham. Lizard people are running shit. I don't know if they're lizards specifically, but fuck, it, it ain't people. It ain't people. We're an experiment. It's all a fucking experiment. Just look, look at what we've done in the past, and then we had the fucking pops, and then they cut my mic. And then they cut my So, mic. in your world, 
if you talk to people for 30 seconds, you have a mic. I have a mic. I bet like, it's all a, fucking You're doing sham. a stand-up it's all set. Sham and you're, you're doing, doing an nothing. open mic. They're broadcasting strong style. They're broadcasting strong style. Oh, man. This. Uh, I don't I, forgot, I haven't. We haven't done strong now style. Now, tell so. your... Sign out. So, you got to do what you always do. Tell your listeners to write you, and they Guys, never will. Guys, hit me up at the <laughs> Day Podcast at Gmail, Facebook, Instagram. This has been a fantastic episode. Probably the best episode that we are ever likely to have of the Epic Cheat Day podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Mike, we're good.